Greetings, ladies and metalgents, and welcome to this latest rendition of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. Now, on to the science fiction. I would like to give a quick thanks to our tier 5 channel members and patrons. Fallen Angel Buzz Killington Thank you, again. Now on to the story. Story Double Wonder Landshake, written by Damaged Soul Every planet has its share of natural disasters. My home world was relatively safe, and disasters were few and far between. But here I was, pinned beneath a chunk of concrete. My left leg and lower left arm were both beneath the rubble, and I try as I might. I couldn't move them. I called out as much as I could, sobbing into the air in hopes that someone would hear me. I heard a noise nearby and tried to shift my head to see but I could barely muster the strength to look around. I saw someone maneuvering through the ruined building towards me. I opened my beak to call out to them weakly, Help! My throat was dry and it hurt, but had it been enough? The figure approached and climbed down to me. I could see him clearly now. A human. I never interacted with humans much, but right now he was the only person my life. Hey, hey, it's all right. I'm here to help you. He began checking my body, being careful not to move anything, and also asking me strange questions. Can you move your arms? How about your leg? Does anything hurt other than your pinned limbs? I let out a pained whimper and shook my head. It's just my pinned limbs. Please, it hurts so much. Tears went down the feathers around my eyes, and he nodded. All right, look, I need to find something to leave the concrete up. He stood up, and I whimpered again. No, don't leave. It was an irrational outburst, but I was in pain, and my brain was firing off panic bursts. He knelt by my side more and wiped the tears from my cheeks. I'll be right back. I'm not leaving you. A nice vacation. Travel the universe and experience the wonders they have to offer before you join the Navy. That's what my folks told me. I figured it was a ploy to get me to change my mind. But who can turn down an opportunity to see worlds they've never been to? That's what brought me to Alarias, the home world of the strange bird people. They had four arms that ended in wings and beaks. In most situations, I might call them cute as hell. But saying that to the faces might be considered rude. So here I found myself on a planet of bird people that looked like it was designed to be a fantastic tourist trap. Things had been swell. I was walking and enjoying a nice evening breeze when it happened. All things considered, surviving a 9.6 earthquake should be an achievement worth recognizing. Especially when it was bringing down every megastructure down around you. I don't recall the exact details, but I remember collapsing and being buried by some lighter rubble. Chalked it up to being an incredible luck. 
It was hours later when I woke up and dug my way free. The destruction was horrifying. If I hadn't been there and you told me a bomb went off, I'd probably believe you. But I was but gullible, so, you know, whatever. I walked for a while. I was dazed and my head was pounding. But what was that in the distance? Is that crying? Crap, I need to get over there. I climbed through the rubble and over the destroyed truck before I saw the bird. From here, they looked pinned down. I moved quickly and dropped down to my knees by them. The human came back for me. I thought for sure that he would leave and find a responder. But here, he was, carrying a metal bar in his hands. All right, this might hurt a bit. I'm going to start lifting it and you need to pull yourself from under it. He said as he pushed the bar partially under the concrete next to my leg. He gave it a second before putting down on the bar. It took a few moments, but I felt the pressure lifting off my limbs, and I pulled them back with a pained cry. Once I was free of the debris, he let it drop before coming to my side. Look, I'm no doctor, but your injuries look like they hurt, he said to me. I shot him a dirty look and he rubbed the back of his head. Right, uh, not the best time for jokes. He looked at my leg and shook his head. I don't know how to help you. I have to carry you till we can find some help. I simply nodded my head. I held the broken lower arm and my good lower arm before reaching up to him with my upper arms. He scooped me up like a child and was careful to not touch my leg. He carried me away from the destroyed building and talked to me. I'm Zack, by the way. Just a tourist. I looked at him in disbelief at his horrible luck and he made a remark. Gotta say, they didn't mention the life-threatening disaster as part of the tour, but at least I get to help a damsel in distress. I balled a feathered fist and hit him in the shoulder, which garnered a chuckle from him. Not gonna tell me your name. If not, I'm just gonna keep calling you damsel. I was too tired to muster the strength to hit him again, so I softly spoke. Tria. He nodded and continued walking. Tria, tell me about yourself. What brings you to your home world? I was starting to close my eyes when he asked this idiotic question. I looked at him and began to say something harsh when it dawned on me what he was doing. I had lost a fair amount of blood and falling asleep now could be dangerous. So I talked his ear off, told him about my family and my job as an airline pilot. He made a joke about it making sense that a bird would like to fly. It at least got a smile from me, but I still hated the joke. My eyelids were growing heavy, and I grew limp at his arms. I felt myself being jolted, and I thought he was shaking. But he was sprinting now, and he was shouting out to the void. My last memory was of him calling for help. I can't believe I ended my vacation half a year early. By the time infrastructure had been partially restored to the city of the Golden Knight, I must have had at least three dozen emails and missed calls from my parents. I let them know I was alive and not injured, but I would be staying on the planet just a bit longer. They didn't need to worry about me joining the Navy either. I found my place in search and rescue on Illyria. The team had taken me on immediately when they saw me carrying Tria. 
I checked in on her now and then between ships out in the rumble. She hates my jokes, but I always catch her looking for me, so I guess I've found a friend in this frenzy. Who knows what life holds for me in the future. End of story. Story number two. A brief conversation in a bar, written by Quasar Einfest. So a little while later, we hired a human programmer. The sapient with the body of a blend of a crocodile and a spider spoke. Their job was basically to keep all the systems running, maybe optimize a few programs if they could. I bet the government grant for hiring and observing humans had no impact on your decision-making at all. The avian at the table choked, taking a sip of their beer. It wasn't actually alcohol, of course, but the effects were similar. Even then, they were a bit of a light wave. What can a human programmer do anyway? They can't even do 133-digit division without a computer in their hand. I'll admit, uh, the, our expectations weren't very high. First thing he did, though, he drew a weird shape on a process unit with a tiny bit of his blood. A five-point shape, bunch of lines crossing each other. I started thinking we hired a crazy person. Then the piece of hardware started working about half again as fast. The amphibians stacking on fries, the potatoes the humans had introduced were quite good, spoke up. How did that work? I believe you, you lot are terrible at lying, but how? He explained it as guiding the nanites in his own blood to fix a few faulty connections and manufacturing errors. No idea how he knew of them. He looked at the programs running and shook his head in disgust. Couple cycles later, half of us had half the work to do. Now I'm certainly not a software engineer, but I can at least guess my way through what the script is doing. The human's code, though, I'd have called it a raving gibberish if it didn't work. Anyway, we were pretty much all sad to see him go, but he left for a different job. Project Reality Restaurant, or something like that. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.